Welcome to Make This Your Podcast, where I'll be giving you the roadmap and inspiration you want and need to scale your life's work with digital courses and schools. I'm your host, Destiny Berman, course marketer and digital strategist. Are you ready to make the shift and reinvent your work online? Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome. So I have a juicy episode for you because I want to dive into the CEO mindset and what that requires when we're shifting both from our identity, how we relate to ourselves from the individual solopreneur to running a company and running a business. Then I also want to speak to a popular, maybe even controversial topic in terms of live versus evergreen launches, what works best, and the model that we have found to work well for us. I'm going to walk you through the pros and cons. So first off, you know, why is it even important to be thinking about stepping out of becoming the solopreneur, the individual solopreneur, whether you are even as a consultant, even as a service-based provider, to leading a team and being the CEO of your business? Well, number one, business owners come to us because they want to scale. They've hit some plateau inside their business. They've hit a limit. And they one, they know they need to go online in order to scale. But when you go online, it also requires working differently and having different resources. So you can't do what you've been doing, whether you've had a small team where you have an existing team inside your brick and mortar business or inside your one-to-one service-based business when you're adding a whole other segment of the business. Now, in the beginning, you can launch a digital course business with one tech VA if you already have a lot going on. Many of our members actually do this on their own, and many of them bring on a tech VA, a tech virtual assistant to support them with getting this aspect of the business off the ground. But what happens over time is when you start to see that this is working for you, your course launches are bringing in revenue. What many business owners do is to reinvest this into your, into their business and they want to bring someone on to run their Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube ads. And they want to bring someone on to help them manage their social media. They want to bring someone on to run the day to day of their program, especially as enrollment number grows. What I often see is hitting this stuckness of one deciding how to invest and what to invest because it's scary to invest in team, even if you have revenue coming in. How many times have you thought to yourself, why am I doing all this work? And I'm also putting so much money out. So there's this aspect of cost and investment. How do I know I'm ready to invest in a bigger team? And you'll know based on where you want to go. Because at some point, you will want to have someone running your ads. And at some point, you will want to have a program manager running your programs. So first off, you want to look at your goals. And you want to be able to make business decisions based on your existing resources, taking calculated risk, and then investing in the kind of team that will take you where you want to go, whether it's a consultant, whether it's an implementation partner. So at some point, you will be making a trade-off between investing in your future business using the resources today. But 
I often find that even beyond making decisions, financial decisions of how much to invest in my business, in my growing business, how much to invest in this new revenue stream of the business, we often hit up against one, fear of investment, and two, stepping from a individual contributor role, having a smaller team, running this like a solopreneur business to, wow, I'm a business owner and I now have a whole other side to my business where it will require people and resources to pull together. And what comes up is what seat do you want to take? Do you want to be the visionary that's leading the vision of the company And are you willing to let go of an element of control to have someone run your day-to-day? Or are you so comfortable hiding in the details that stepping into this version of yourself, of the CEO that's running a business, owning your ambition around that, and leading a larger team, does that bring up feelings of feeling nervous, not sure if you can do that? I'm willing to bet that if you already have an existing business, you've already have a professional career, you've already had success in your profession, that at some point you want to move beyond the solopreneur, more of an individual contributor role, because you can do bigger things with a bigger team. You can reach more people. You can scale your reach. You can have more people inside your program to serve. But what that entails is one, having a clear financial picture of where you want to go, keeping a close eye on your profitability and how much you're willing to reinvest into your digital business. And even more importantly, really being with yourself in terms of the fears that comes up, the self-doubt that comes up. And being honest with yourself with, are you hiding in what's comfortable or are you willing to step into this new version of yourself? Not that new is necessarily better, but this version, this identity of who you are as the CEO, as a leader. And yes, I want to have a big team. And guess what? I can have the kind of business that can support a big team I can reach more people in the world and still be highly profitable and earn what I want to earn. And that is possible. It takes learning for yourself the kind of model you want to create. It also takes you knowing the ways you want to serve your students in terms of how you want to design your programs and how you want to work as a CEO and as a visionary. You look at successful businesswomen in the world, someone like Sarah Blakely. And I remember I was at this uh, small business talk and she designed her business around her passions, which is around the product. And we often have this fear and this belief that if we get bigger, we have to do more. And that's not true. Just because we're bigger, there may be more complexity, of course, more revenue streams, more teams more processes and systems that need to be in place. But you, as the owner of the business, as the CEO of the business, it does not necessarily mean that you have to do more. But in order for you to do that, you do need to get crystal clear on what it is you're willing to do, 
want to do and what you're willing to let go of. And what we often don't realize is that what we're willing to let go of can be harder than deciding what it is we want to do. Because it's so easy to be lost in the day-to-day details. And before we know it, weeks, months, even years have passed by. And we still haven't fully formed and designed the kind of business that is suited for us. And what I see is that if you want to take your business to seven, multiple seven figures a year, it requires a strong team around you. Not necessarily a huge one, depending on your business model, but a strong team. And so in order for us to shift to the leader out of the solopreneur, to leading a team, to owning this identity, first and foremost, we need to make this decision within ourselves and to admit to ourselves that this is what we want to create. And how does this connect to my next topic? Well, a super popular topic in question is live or evergreen launches. And I'll define what each model means. There are varying definitions of this in the internet digital marketing space, especially in the course launch space. But how we define a live launch is one that gets put out in front of your entire audience. So it's all over your social media channels. You're sending and marketing to your entire list. And for a period of time, your full audience is hearing about this program enrollment period. There is a deadline, there are expiring offers, there's urgency created, mostly because there is a real start time. Everyone is starting the program at the same time. If you have a cohort-based model woven into it, there is also a limitation with the number of mentors and teachers you have inside the course. So there's urgency and everyone is hearing about it all the time. If you are leveraging promotion partners, they're talking about it and you're everywhere. The pros of a live launch model is the heightened visibility. Everyone is talking about you, especially you're leveraging ads. You are using promotion partners or full lists that you've been building. So there is heightened visibility. And as a result of that, it forces more action. So one could argue that a live launch could bring in a lot of people all at once. There's also urgency because they are starting at the same time. And it's a really nice way to organize things. You know, you're talking to everyone, you know, that when everyone is going to come in. And so you could organize your business around this. And I have helped my clients design very successful businesses with two live public launches per year. So that's a live launch. With an evergreen model, we are looking at a different level of complexity because you are only marketing to segments of your list at a time. So you have new people coming onto your list, you have people joining, there are strong follow-up content and sequences, whether they're coming into a webinar, they're coming into a video series, Everything is automated and it's not live. So all the content is pre-produced, the email follow-ups, it's highly segmented and we're leveraging technology to support that. The strength of an evergreen is that it is 24-7, whereas with a live launch, the pressure is there. 
because you are closing, you're opening and closing. You have two live launches a year. We have some clients and members who have one big live launch a year. There's a lot of pressure on that live launch. And many times it works out great, but what if that launch doesn't bring in the results that you're looking for? Now what? Whereas with an evergreen model, you are capitalizing 24-7. There are some folks who would love to have signed up during a live launch. They weren't ready. And now they have to wait another six months or they have to wait another whole year. Whereas with the evergreen, yes, there is more complexity, there's more segmentation, but you are capitalizing and tapping into the 24-7 attention and appetite of the internet in the online world. The limitations or the challenges with evergreen is that because you are not talking to everyone at the same time, you don't have that halo visibility, you don't have that heightened visibility, and it is harder. It is harder to run an evergreen without actually having tested the results with live launches. I personally think that many business owners evergreen too quickly and that having a number of live launches under your belt to prove the system, to clarify the message is valuable and necessary. So evergreen is more complex. It is, there is more technology to it even though there is the opportunity to be earning money 24-7. I also think that there is a myth of evergreen in terms of automation and how much time you're spending. There is a lot of time that goes in at the beginning, even before you can scale. So I would also say that this whole idea of only spending a couple hours a week once the ads are there is a myth because ads require active attention, even if you find the combination that's working, because the platforms are shifting all the time, regardless of which platform you're on. So when members and clients ask me this question, do I prefer evergreen or live? My answer is both. I actually like both. And here's why. I like to live launch with bigger offers, bigger offers, meaning high value, which then lends itself to higher pricing. And it works really well when it comes to building up all that visibility, you're building up your list year round anyways, you're always talking about it, and then you have the burst of energy. And if you do this right, your live launches are bringing in so much revenue that it does make sense for their business. I also believe in wanting to monetize 24-7. And so whether you're monetizing with a different offer from your live launches, typically a more hands-off self-study version is a really nice way to do that. Or you're driving ongoing applications for a professional development is another way we've done this. You get to really make the best of both worlds because you get to monetize 24-7 and not necessarily having to rely on all of the pressures of the live launches, but you also get to tap into the bursts of exposure and revenue that comes in from the very public launches. I would say the only limitation to this is that it does require a team, a very strong team 24-7, because you essentially have two aspects and two core revenue streams to your business. So it will take time to get there. If you are a business owner who is just starting out with digital courses, I recommend going with the live launch model first getting a couple of results and launches under your belt before you move to evergreen or before you introduce an evergreen component. 
Now, we work with a lot of moms. And if you're marketing specifically to expectant mothers or pregnant women, there is a time sensitivity to it. So you're in the kind of business where you will especially benefit from the evergreen model. I just recommend still running a live launch, live launches to a self-study program, even for expectant moms or they're at a certain stage of pregnancy, going through the process, initiating yourself in that way before you think about turning this evergreen and having the complexities that come along with it. So there you have it. I wanted to cover these two topics inside your business, stepping out of the solopreneur mindset into leading and being a CEO of your company, assuming that's what you want. And then the pros and cons on the live versus evergreen launch model. Now, if you want to go further, we do have a free training where I walk you through the five myths that are in the way of you launching and growing your digital course business. And inside this training, I offer you tips and prescriptions on how to think about it so that you can move forward and be able to build the dream business for yourself. So thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am thrilled you're here. The resources and action items mentioned in this episode can be found at destinyberman.com backslash podcast. To continue the conversation, join me inside my Facebook group, Shift with Success. And if you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Until next time, your destiny awaits. Bye for now.